Welcome to Sex Ed with DB. I'm your host, DB. Let's get into it. Welcome back to the podcast. If you love and support the work that we do, head to www.sexedwithdb.com and buy some of our hot new merch. Follow us on Instagram at sexedwithdbpodcast. And if you want to advertise with us, shoot us an email at sexedwithdb at gmail.com. This is our second bonus episode of the season. Welcome. Today, I talk with Joe Vila and Chris Fretz, co-founders of Emojibator. With a goal to make sex education empowering and pleasure-focused, Emojibator offers body-safe and powerful budget-friendly vibrators in conversation-starting shapes. Emojibator's mission is to destigmatize self-love and masturbation, making pleasure accessible and reshaping sexual wellness with a humorous perspective. Let's give it up for Joe and Chris. Want to tie your partner up in bed but don't know where to start? When you want to get a little frisky and brighten up your sex life, Try Emojibator's new rainbow bondage rope, safe for restraint and suspension. Whether it be their classic emoji vibrators, silly pasties, or fab beauty products, Emojibator will deliver. Find all of their body safe toys for pleasure at Emojibator.com and use code SEXEDWITHDB for 25% off your purchase. Follow them on Instagram at Emojibator. Chris and Joe, hello. Welcome to the podcast. How's it going tonight? Going great. Yeah, happy to be here. Super, super happy to have you both. Um, we are proud partners of your company, Emojibator, and we are very, very lucky um, to hear all the backstory with that. Um, and let's dive in. Uh, both of you, tell us your names, your pronouns, and what you both do. My name is Chris Fretz. I My pronouns are she, her hers <laughs> I say it um I am a revenue ops manager for a fintech company in my full-time job I don't like to say day job because I basically work all the time and uh I am the chief marketing officer of Emojibator at the hours that I have left <laughs> in the day awesome and uh my name is Joe Vela he him his and I'm the CEO, founder of Emojibator. I'm a professional musician. And uh, actually, I'm starting a new job at an e-commerce marketing uh, software company on Tuesday called Postscript. Oh, my God. Congrats. That's very cool. I'm learning a lot. I just assumed that Emojibator was y'all's full-time gig. Very clear that that is not true. You clearly wear many, many hats. Um, follow-up question for Joe is what kind of music do you do? Yeah, so I have a band called Tweed. Uh, you know, we've been touring the country. Actually, kind of Emojibator was birthed from me leaving my tech job in 2016 to tour with Tweed. Um, I was 26 years old at the time. And um, I just, you know, was trying to think of something I could do, like, remotely from wherever I am. And I was writing down all these ideas and, uh, you know, kind of landed on this idea for the eggplant emoji vibrator. And, uh, you know, I, I brought it to a couple of friends. I brought it to Chris. I think she must have been like 
23, 24 at the time. And she was like, I just graduated. I just like moved to New York. Like I can't invest right now. And like once I launched and I, we had this like article on Cosmopolitan and like, it was like blown up. Like, then I was like, Kristen, like, please, like, I'll give you equity. I just need your help. Like, (laughs) and and kind of on that, Kristen was also kind of getting into how she's like, uh, you know, a, a boss babe, like workhorse. I think I'm the same way. And it's funny, our birthdays are one day apart. I don't know oh, if that wow. has anything to it, but we have a very similar uh, drive. When's your guys' birthdays? I'm December 23rd. He's the 22nd. I'm December 6th. Are you guys Sagittarius's or what's the deal? No, early Capricorn. Okay, my bad, my bad, cool. (laughs) December birthdays. I had a feeling when you were like, you know, we work a lot, we're motivated. I was like, that's December right there. I don't like know anything. I like literally know nothing. I just know about like what Sagittarius's like typical ideas are, but love love a December birthday. We got something to prove. I don't know. (laughs) So, someone heard us in our previous lives. We're just like trying to do the most. Um, wow. No, you didn't answer her question. What kind of music do you play? <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, all right. So Tweet is like indie pop electronic music. Nice. Um, I also DJ, which I've been doing more and more of, especially, you know, during the quarantine. It's kind of, you know, easy to do at my house. So and that's like funk and disco and hip hop. Wow. Love it. Um, I also was in a band in San Francisco. I'm a singer and we, um, did like indie folk Americana tunes. So we'd love to swap some tracks, um, post interview. I have a really cool music video online for a song called moves where I'm wearing, uh, booty shorts and it's really fun. Incredible. Very excited to watch. Um, let's get into your background. So I would love to know you kind of a little bit touch on this, Joe, but I want to dig a little deeper. Um, how did you both really get into the field of sex tech? Joe, you want to go? Um, yeah. So, I mean, I didn't own any sex toys prior to this business and, um, actually, you know, Kristen and I met through uh, my, my college girlfriend and like we both really connected on music. Actually, Kristen's a musician, too. And um, and, you know, that was like my only sex toy experience was with my girlfriend there. And, you know, I was kind of always interested in porn and, and stuff like that, but not like more than the average man, I would say. So this, like, we kind of came into it backwards. We came into it from a marketing perspective of, like, what can we do that's shocking and astonishing? And it was the eggplant emoji vibrator. And now I feel like we've kind of carved out our own niche, which, you know, kind of sits in between, like, the, you know, female uh, pleasure-focused empowerment big tech companies where you're buying $100 vibrators and also like these more like Spencer's gifts, porn kind of, you know, sexualized stuff. I feel like we sit kind of in our own niche that no one else can really say they do. Absolutely. And also just to comment on the Spencer's gifts, because I feel like everyone around our age exactly like knows what that means of like kind of kitschy fun you buy them for parties you're like walking around there in middle school and like it's basically for laughs but also things that you might use so very very clutch um analogy there 
Yeah, I, and I, but, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, but higher quality than that, hopefully, is the idea. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, the modern Spencer's. <laughs> um, I mean, my first gift was probably a Spencer's toy because my uh, college girlfriend, same one Joe's alluding to, uh, gifted me for my 19th birthday a candy cane-shaped vibrator uh, that when you pulled the candy cane off, it was just like a you know, white stick. <laughs> and um, as that was my first vibrator ever... Uh, really blew my mind. Just like it, it, just really more astonished me that no one had talked to me about this in my life at until that point. Like none of my friends from high school, like my family or school, no one. <laughs> uh, so I think that um, realization in college made me grateful for like my friends being what I considered brave and bold <laughs> to talk about masturbation and sex uh, out in the open over dinner and in the morning and at any time. Um, it, it really took the shame out of it for me. So then, you know, fast forward four years when Joe says, let's make an eggplant emoji vibrator. I also saw it from the marketing perspective, but, you know, the, the woman in me said, holy hell, that's exactly what I needed four years ago. Um, so there must be so many others who are in more dire situations than I was. Yeah, that's and, a really sorry. Go ahead, Joe. And and we realized very quickly that you know we had opportunity with this product to get people to talk about sex, to get people to talk about masturbation exactly. in a way where they never had. Maybe even at the dinner table, hey, this is a crazy new product. You know what I mean? And um, you know we didn't have any connections in this industry. We didn't have any. Uh, you know, mentors prior to going, we didn't have any data. We like completely stepped into it backwards and made all of our connections kind of as we had already proven a little bit of success. Yeah. And that's exactly what I was going to say in terms of like being an introductory kind of like set of toys and products for young people who are, you know, maybe 18, maybe they're in college, like people who didn't really like learn about sex and pleasure from their parents or obviously in school. Most states don't do that, as we know. Um, so I think that that's a really good point that I hadn't really considered is, you know, masturbation and sex toys can be very overwhelming in terms of like, what toy do I buy? Which one's the right one for me? I don't have $150 to spend on like a class A, you know, toy. And like to be able to lower that price point and make it fun and engaging for young people is like kind of bingo. You've like hit the mark. A lot of nods. Yes. Yeah. A lot of we nods. We completely agree. <laughs> well, and, and and that's just the beauty of what has happened in four years is that we didn't go into it to, like, dominate the sex toy industry. We went into it to sustain our broke pockets, but also just to, yeah, see see how the world would respond. That's honestly what we said. We'll see what, we'll see what happens for six months. If we're still in business. Okay. <laughs> you know, and, and then we grew to like love and appreciate the opportunity we created for ourselves to learn, but also for like the rest of the world to, you know, communicate in a language about sex that doesn't make them feel shameful about themselves or um, feel like they're doing something wrong. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so let's like back up a little bit. So tell me about like the founding of it. Like I know you already mentioned like in 2016, that was kind of a, when the idea popped into your head. 
But like, also, I want to know what's what's your mission and how did you like actually go about starting something like this? Because I know it's one thing to be like, yeah, I have an idea about like how to make an eggplant emoji. But then it's another thing to be like, okay, now we're like selling that and we have to market it and we have to get the right people in place. And and I also am curious to hear since you both have other full time jobs, like, is this something that you're always planning on doing on the side? Eventually, are you seeing it as like full time gig? Like, what's your what's your idea about that as well? Yeah, great questions. So, you know, Joe's perspective of how how we started, he shared my perspective is, you know, he told me about it over the phone. And I said, you know, I I don't have thousands of dollars to give you. And, um, and then, you know, I said, he'll call me back in a few months when he's like ready to do, do something, because that's who Joe is. He figures things out no matter how impossible it may sound to the average person. So, you know, the summer went by, I remember, you know, kind of forgetting about it, to be honest. And then he called me and said, I uh, ordered a thousand eggplants. I have a website. I have a domain. I am, you know, I have a warehouse to ship it out. And I said, holy crap. Okay. And, and, you know, then we worked on, well, how do we communicate this to the world? And, you know, again, I was fresh out of college. I took a comms like 301 class of how to write a press release and that's what we did. So we announced to the world, you know, we're selling the eggplant emoji baiter to make pleasure uh, a more accessible conversation and humor to be that lens, you know, to get us there. And Joe went to Ikea, I believe, to and Whole Foods to take photos of the product um, with amazing backdrops. And we borrowed our friend's kitty to pose with the product. And that's who you see in the Cosmo article is our friend's cat um, <sighs> holding an eggplant. And, um, you know, we then used our network to figure out who knows someone who knows someone who's a reporter. And, um, you know, uh, <laughs> not to call out outlets, but we really, you know, wanted BuzzFeed to launch it at the time. You know, they were really like the sort of perfect, you know, destination. And that didn't work out. Um, I don't know why still to this day. Now they write about us all the time. But uh, then we got connected to someone at Cosmopolitan, and um, in a matter of days, they said, hey, we're launching your article. And Joe said, uh, when? Because my website isn't even live. So they really caught us on day one. They made day one, day one, you know? And overnight, um, our phones blew up. Twitter just, you know, carried it to every country. You know, I couldn't even imagine reaching right away. because after Cosmo wrote about it, Mashable covered it, um, The Guardian. I mean, we got into outlets I couldn't have dreamed of right away. So that's what really made us think, wow, people care. Like, we're reaching people in a way they haven't been reached before. Um, and, and I think that's what made us say, all right, we know nothing, but let's go figure it out. Like, let's make sure that we live up to what we've now created as this, like, viral concept that you know I don't want to disappoint people now you know Um, December birthdays you can't disappoint anybody and actually Joe the part I totally didn't mention right now is that we didn't use our real names we used pseudonyms because I was very concerned about a white man releasing a vibrator product to the market and that being the story you know because it wasn't about who was making it it was about the product and um, I think Joe just went along with me because I was like really insistent on it. Um, and yeah, I mean, uh, I, I was going to say the, the reason that I used a fake name is because literally I had no perception of like, 
are people going to hate me for this? Like, I literally didn't know. I yeah, and yeah, I used a gender neutral name, Jamie Jandler, at the time. It was it was just it was just funny, and I just because I had no idea how it was going to be received. Um, but you know, my you know original mission at the time was maybe you know I just wanted to you know sell vibrators and make people happy. That was kind of the original mission. Then it was like, wait, we can get people talking about masturbation and sex in this new way. So how do we remove the taboos of masturbation? I think now, you know, Emojibator 2.0, 3.0 is, you know, how do we make sex toys accessible for everyone? How do we, you know, accessible, including affordable? How do we make sex education accessible for everyone? And, you know, how do we make amazing products that people talk about, which kind of have always been our mission. Love it. Jamie Jandler. Great name. (laughs) I was was Chris Jandler. So then you had to wonder, are they married? Are they sister, brother? Oh, you were the same last name. Oh, yeah. It it took a year for us to stop using them because I had a full time job, you know, like I I didn't want to lose my job over this, you know, quote unquote, silly idea. Um, <laughs> and turns out there's a lot of, uh, liberal people in my life. So <laughs> it worked out. That's awesome. Uh, That's really cool. And Joe, you mentioned masturbation a bit and access to sex education. Talk to me a little bit about mindful masturbation. What does that phrase mean to you? Um, and a follow-up is about the masturba- masturbationmonth.com project, which the podcast has engaged with this past May um, and was such an amazing experience for us to be able to figure out, you know, how can we contribute to this whole um, masturbation month idea? Um, So I would love to hear more about those things. Yeah. So uh, mindfulness and masturbation was kind of, you know, I love yoga. I think Kristen used to like yoga more than me. Now I am like <laughs> a huge yogi. Like I, every week I'm at, I'm at yoga, if not, you know, if not a couple of times a week. And it was kind of like matching like sexuality and spirituality where it's and and, uh, and like mental health, because, you know, it, with mindfulness and masturbation, you're listening to your body, you're listening without judgment, you're, uh, you know, just focusing on pleasure, maybe not on a final orgasm, um, you're, you're, you know, patient and all that stuff. And that was actually something that like, we kind of developed, which I actually noticed in 2020, when we did masturbation month, a lot of people were talking about it. It was, I was a hot topic. It was something that kind of, you know, I did my own research on and put together. I noticed a lot of people were talking about that. We went to Tulane University in February where we actually wanted to do like a whole college tour, but obviously with COVID, it didn't happen. Um, and, you know, we talked about sexual health and mental health and, and you know, how porn plays into masturbation and all of these things. Um, so, you know, it's something that I feel like, you know, kind of passionate about. One, one thing that I talk about in mindful masturbation is uh, the uh, savasana pose in, yo- in yoga where you're just laying there and feeling, which is, uh, you know, one of the which is you seems like you're doing nothing, but it's actually the most difficult pose. It's like reaching that just nothingness. And like, that's something that I suggest to do, like maybe after you masturbate or right before. Um, So yeah, and then masturbation month. Um, So we launched this with a partner, NSFW. I'm not sure if you're familiar with them. Yeah, Daniel Saint. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was on the podcast last season. Love them. Love Daniel. And um, 
we did a partnership with them the first year where we, you know, we launched this content website. Um, they were helping us kind of source content. And then we took it over ourselves um, where we were, we did 30 days of self-love and we got uh, contributors, you know, like yourself, educators, therapists, you know, uh, bloggers, podcasters to contribute comedians. So we have, so we have masturbationmonth.com, which believe it or not, gets more hits than our website. Emoji. Oh my God. And, and the, the content on there is just, it's really rich. It's, you know, we try and be scientific based, but a lot of it is just stories and poems and, uh, you know, stuff out there that you might not be able to find anywhere else. So that's been like a, a passion project of ours. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Looking through it, it really does have such a, it, a di- diverse like feel on it. Like you said, like there's poems, but then there's also like scientifically backed stuff by like medical professionals. And then there's also, you know, for us, we did something that has to do with like inclusive porn for one of our articles, mm-hmm. but then another one, which I really loved and I would love to like get it out there more is like, what does a vulva orgasm sound like? And, like, Mm. I compiled, you know, the sounds of, like, people I know (laughs) orgasming, which is, like, oh, my God, that's, like, not – you never hear that because you can hear, like, somebody orgasming in porn and realistically that's not really what they sound like when they orgasm. And I think we can be so insular with, like – masturbation sex with with orgasm and just thinking like oh like this is probably weird or oh I wonder like what other people are like when they're doing this um so that was a really fun project for us to participate in if you haven't checked it out definitely definitely go masturbationmonth.com um and I'm assuming y'all are going to do it next May as well and all the May's continuing I don't know how we can't and and I and Danielle I loved both of your uh, contributions. They were two of the most popular. So oh thank my you. God. Uh, can't wait to continue next May. Um, okay. Let's get into your fun ass toys. So I want to know how are your sex toys different than other toys in the sex toy market? We talked a little bit about like them being less expensive, even though they're of high quality. Um, but I would love to know about that. And also like what goes into making these toys? Like how do you make them unique and fun um, and you have accessories as well. So I would love to know the process um, through which you figure out what the toys are going to be. And, and also, I would love to know how they're different. Sure. I think our toys are unique because there isn't this sort of opinion or expectation when you see it. You know, um, when I think of the other toys that I've had in my life, uh, I'm often confused at what I'm looking at. I feel like, why don't I know what to do right away? And that feeling can build up over time, you know, and it can lead to lower self-confidence, even though I consider myself to be a confident, outgoing person. Um, So for me, uh, I I really like to stick to our, you know, humorous lens on our product design, uh, while also being a, you know, safe, healthy, high quality product. Like those are the most important things to me because, you know, the minute we try to get too fancy, we're, we're steering away from the point. Um, so yeah, we started out with the eggplant. The natural follow-up was our uh, chili pepper. And um, 
that one honestly does so well when we're in person at events and people see the options and they're like, no, actually I want the chili. <laughs> and then, you know, the banana was like, oh, we got to do the banana. And then after that, it was like, all right, how many more emojis are we going to uh, sexualize? How many more fruits can we do this? <laughs> right. And then we landed on the pickle and I, that's, that's where we've uh, ended for now. <laughs> but from there, you know, to your point, we had to diversify our product line to, build a business that can sustain itself, right? Like how many people just want to buy a, a banana vibrator? So that's what led us into selling um, pasties in emoji shapes, which um, are my personal favorite accessory we have. Um, and, you know, we have a lot of exciting, you know, new products that we're going to be um, developing and launching ourselves. But, you know, once we when we got started, just to go back to the earlier point of like, how did we do this? You know, we had to be lean and we had to decide what is worth investing our capital in, um, in order to get the best return. So, um, you know, sometimes that means selling products, um, from other brands just because it's a good fit to our overall mission. Um, like, you know, we're selling like, uh, biodegradable like vegan glitter that's um you Isn't know that just called like unicorn snot is that what it yeah. is great um, like great title also like i saw that and the first time i saw that i was like i will never forget that like unicorn right. snot like that's great right and then we just launched um these beautiful bondage ropes that are in funfetti and unicorn color schemes and it's just again just a brighter way to experience a you know a sexy or um you know uh, vulnerable experience that I think for too long is taught to us as uh, either don't do it, that's bad, or, you know, you're weird or creepy if you're into those, you know, um, fetishes or whatever, whatever piques your interest. And Emojibator honestly taught me all of those things. Like I didn't come into this business having those worldviews. Um, so I think it just goes to show, like, if you just open your mind to what is out there and not prejudge it before you experience it, um, there's so much we can learn. And I think that's what drives me to keep this thing going and to keep thinking of, you know, fun products that will make, um, you know, people, you know, continue to view us as a, you know, safe and uh, fun place to shop. Awesome. Joe, do you have anything to add on that? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think Kristen touched on our USB vibrators, which, um, and that is, that's an exclusive partnership with another company where we're the only reseller. Um, they're called Kiss Toy Vibrators, and we have a Kitty Cat Kegel Ball vibrator. Yeah, and these are all, these are all, uh, you know, USB charge, uh, Kitty Cat. Then we have the Doris Whale, which is like a, it's kind of shaped like a Wii Vibe. Um, and that's, those are both remote control. Um, we have Mr. Ted, which looks like a little teddy bear lollipop sort of thing. And then, oh yeah, that one's sold out. I feel like on your website right now. Cause I was like, it Whoa, this looks be. fun. We're updating the packaging on that one. Okay. So it, we might not have it again until next year. Um, I, if, if we don't have that, that one, we'll talk later. I'll find you one. Uh, and we have Queenie, which is a finger ring vibrator, which is really cool. And I just learned that it's really great to use for guys too. The vibrating ring. Um, and um, we have uh, our first anal vibrator, Orville, which is silicone. We have Evelyn, which is a kind of G-spot shaped vibe, more of like a classic vibrator shape, not really an emoji. Um, 
And then uh, the other one we manufacture is the Chicky, and that's an Emojibator product, which uh, is a suction toy. Okay, that's what and, I assume because the head comes off, right? Right. It's re- it's funny looking. It's really it's cute. It's very cute. <laughs> um. So and which is so funny. One thing I've learned is that there are just different strokes for different folks. I have heard the Chicky. I have heard all sides of the spectrum. It's too weak. It's too strong. I don't know how it can be both, you know, I I thought maybe at first I was hearing it's too strong, you know, I I recommend people use lube with it, obviously. Um, And then I hear that it's too weak. So I don't know. It's like, you know, we have the AAA vibrators too weak for some people, more than enough strong for other people. So you got to kind of test it out and, and feel for yourself. Love it. Yeah, no, that's amazing. And while we're on the topic of lube right quick, because I feel like lube is the kind of thing where like, People who have used lube are like, go lube, thousand percent. You should use lube. It's very fun and makes your experience with toys and with penetrative sex and whatever you're doing, like more fun. I think for me personally, and I'm sure that I'm not the only one who's experienced this, I'm very sensitive depending on the lube. And I feel like a lot of lubes have like aloe or like things in them that like can cause stinging or burning or like things that don't feel good. And there's this amazing lube and I'm curious if y'all have heard of them or, and I know that you're creating a lube, right? A CBD lube because there's another CBD lube that's incredible and they're uh, called Toka and they're the only lube that I feel like I've used that I think is like really works for me. And so when y'all develop, is that in the works? Like what's going on with that CBD lube? Yeah, I don't know if uh, you saw. I don't know if you saw my eyes light up when you were describing the type of person who, like, do- doesn't use it versus does. And we are developing our own lube. I honestly, we have one water-based lube, and then we have a CBD oil-based lube. And I believe honestly that we have developed like the two best on the market. Um, however, there is aloe gel in the CBD lube. I'm surprised to hear that you said it was something sensitive. Yeah. So I know that there's aloe gel and almond oil, which, uh, you know, are two sensitive things, but of all of the CBD lubricants that I've tested, I, I firmly believe that we will have the best on the market. Um, the brand is called Fuchsaus. It's spelled P-H-U-K-S-A-U-S. Our business partner actually owns a chain of fancy Chinese restaurants. I don't know if he wants to be mentioned, but <laughs> um, but so it was kind of this like mystic uh, kind of uh, Eastern inspired um, uh, uh, formula. And like, like I'm so excited. Like I, they're amazing. Like we have a really unique bottle um, there's like, we use a twist cap, almost like a Sriracha bottle. Oh, great. Um, yeah. And I've been testing it. Like I literally have it right here next to me and like, I love it. Like, like I'm, I'm so excited about this launch. I, I think it's going to get us on the shelves, you know, of CVS and bodegas and all of that. Oh, so. hell yeah. That'd be great if and, bodegas had lube. And, and, and to add on what you said, you know, I was not a lube person, really at all until I started testing all of the lubes for our formula and now like I love it You're a lube I don't guy use now. it all the time but I love it yeah no I think there you know there are certain times where maybe you don't need it if there are other things going on or whatever the mood is but I do think first of all I can't wait to try both of your lubes um and I do think that like CBD lube there's a lot of 
science behind it around like anti-inflammatory and like kind of all the benefits that it can provide. Um, and yeah, I just think herbalists and scientists and folks who have also been using like CBD cream for, you know, like if your shoulder's in pain or different things on your body that we've been using it for, um, why not lube? Um, of course, if it can like, it's safe, it feels good. It like smells good. It's the best. Um, so can't wait to try that. Um, we have one more question. This has been fantastic. I've been really, really lucky to have y'all on. And again, thank you so much for partnering with us this season. I'm super excited about our partnership. And I would just love to know, like, where do you hope to go in like 5, 10, 20 years? Like, what what does Emoji Bader look like for you two? And, and what, what could the future hold? Well, I think I just want to express how different we really are as a business because I, I can't think of, you know, many similar, uh, companies that, you know, get started on e-commerce and then just, you know, purposefully choose to not really hire or, you know, get a office or a retail store. Like that's not the path we went down and there was a good reason for it, you know? And, and Frankly, like personally, I struggled to, I think your earlier question, Danielle, of like, will this be full time for us? I Probably not, <laughs> to be straight up. Like Joe and I are just two people that really enjoy challenging ourselves. And I think we get bored easily. And that's why we overwork ourselves and, you know, try to make a difference in many different ways. Our skill sets you know, started out in marketing, but extend to, you know, both being musicians, both having like an artistic aspect to our livelihoods. Um, we're very analytical. We both are really good data people. So um, I just didn't feel convinced that going full time on Emoji Bader was my calling when it was happening. Um, and I continue to ask myself that all the time. Um, we both do. But at the end of the day, uh, I can't even believe we got through this conversation without talking about the major barrier we face as a business, which is not being able to advertise on any social media platform mm. or any major, you know, advertising channel that every other legal entity of a business <laughs> gets to do. Um, and I don't want to dampen the mood because it really just is a shitty topic um, and a shitty reality. But um, no, but that's important, though. It's yeah. important to mention for sure. Yeah, because that's a major reason why I cannot afford to go full time, frankly. Like there is no um, revenue stream coming from advertising for us. So we have to find really creative ways to stay relevant and to stay, uh, you know, interesting enough to people to keep buying emoji shaped vibrators. And um, and I think that's just what gives me uh, joy that this thing could last 5, 10, 20 years because it's just such a simple uh, solution to a extremely complex and, you know, century long problem of, uh, not every human feeling like they can explore pleasure freely and comfortably and that it's, uh, you know, our in innate ability as a human <laughs> to feel pleasure. Um, so, you know, where are we going to be in 10 years? I, I hope we, uh, get acquired by that point, honestly. Um, <laughs> I, you know, we do want to make it big in some degree. I think we do want to be in more shelves because we have that mainstream, you know, uh, cultural crosshairs of emoji and fun and sexual wellness and food and whatever. Um, 
So, uh, yeah, I think some more like brick and mortars would be great. Um, just some new channels for us to ex explore more. Um, we've never really been on TV yet. We've never really like, you know, been incorporated into a film plot. Like that would be awesome. <laughs> you know, uh, we get hit up all the time, but again, we don't have all the funds to do all these fun things. Like, and it really comes back to not being allowed to exist um, as easily in institutions like our bank partners or our credit card processors or, you know, uh, the advertising, like I said, all of those institutions don't treat sexual wellness businesses the same. Yet we're allowed to pay taxes and exist legally as an LLC and, you know, do everything else everyone else does. So um, it's really tough to, you know, uh, I've now learned to judge anyone for, you know, doing something full time or not. Like mm -hmm. there are so many reasons why you should or shouldn't or why you should or shouldn't, you know, get venture capital funding or you should or shouldn't bootstrap your whole way through. So um, it, it's been amazing to like kind of throw ourselves into this and figure it out. Um, and I'm proud that we've sort of stuck to our guns of like, we're just going to do what works for us and, you know, ev everything else will fall into place. Um, cause that's most important. Love it. How about you, Joe? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I definitely second everything Chris said there. Just, you know, just to add on that, I mean, you know, part-time, full-time, you know, I don't really look at anything that way. You know, if I need to get something done and it takes 40 hours in a week, you know, for emoji beta, I'm happy to do that. And yeah, this, you know, this has been such a fun, exciting project. You know, I, we have no plans to discontinue it. You know, we're moving forward. I think 2020 was our best year. I think 2021 is going to be even bigger with everything we've lined up, you know, talking about our immediate goals. I mean, we have a male masturbation sex, to, uh, sex toy um, in the works. That's really close. We have obviously the lube brand. And I hope that gets us into places like CVS and Walmart and Walgreens and Rite Aid. Um, talking about the late night show so I'm just trying to like uh, manifest all these things I want to be on Jimmy <laughs> Fallon like, like all, Jimmy like, if you're like listening please uh, consider yeah. emoji baiter yeah Questlove hit me up but um <laughs> But yeah, I mean, in the near term, I mean, you know, I can't say where I'm going to be five years from now, but, you know, I, I think, you know, I think we, 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 keep, we can keep growing. We run this business very efficiently. Our warehouse runs by itself. Our website runs by itself. Me and Kristen are just working kind of on the fun stuff, which is, you know, creating content, um, creating stories, analyzing data, you know, the big picture stuff. And, and that's the stuff that we like to do. Uh yeah, so so you know, I'm excited to see where we go. Um, we also yeah. love talking to our customers, which I we both respond to the emails <laughs> when people email hello at Emojibator, so you can talk to us. That's um, what I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, was gonna that's say the best time, part. Every time someone buys it, no matter like every purchase that happens, like it makes me happy. Like it's so fun to see everyone buy like whatever it is from our website. Like it's special. You know what I mean? I love that. I love it. Um, thank you so, so much. We're going to have all the deets where people listening can get a little bit of a discount for buying products with our code. Um, you know, stay tuned. Um, thank you both so, so much for being on. Thank you. This was awesome. Sex Ed with DB is supported by Emojibator. Emojibator believes in humor and education to promote a society that celebrates pleasure. 
Their fun and affordable collection of vibrators is inspired by the sexiest of emojis. That means eggplants, chili peppers, bananas, and pickles. Oh my! They even have a line of adorable animal toys like a kitty cat, chicky, and whale that do a whole bunch of naughty things. Find all of their body-safe toys for pleasure at Emojibator.com and use code SEXEDWITHDB for 25% off your purchase. Our creator, co-producer, sound engineer, and host is me, Danielle Bezalel, aka DB. Our co-producer and communications lead is Catherine Cohen. Our main logo and banner graphic were created by Andrea Forgotch. Our social media intern is Leslie Lopez. Our music theme is by Hook Sounds. Our ad music is by my stepdad, Bill Gamp. Thank you so much to our featured guests, partners, and our listeners. If you're interested in advertising with us, email us at sexedwithdb at gmail.com. For more sex ed content, follow us on Insta at sexedwithdbpodcast. Tune in next time.